Hi, everybody. Welcome in to the Nostalgia Pit, the podcast formerly known as Ruining Your Childhood, the Pitfalls of Nostalgia. Here at the Nostalgia Pit, we aim to dissect pop culture, the subconscious, and other psychological phenomenon through a hyperbolic and prismatic lens. Hosted by Rob Snow and Colin Kasser, engineered by Alex Riddle, and theme song produced by Golden Beats. You can find the Nostalgia Pit wherever you find your podcasts. Today we're sitting down with a very special guest, a musical artist, a sound engineer, a audio wizard of all kinds. His name is IG88. No, not the bounty hunter. This is the pad-touching wizard magician of the ambient world. IG88 is a fantastic musical artist that makes ambient, electronic, and hip-hop music, amongst other genres. He also does sound design for video games and has been working tirelessly for the last few years on a game for a new up-and-coming system, the PlayStation VR 2. And we're also going to talk about a little something special called the Mandela Effect. So stay tuned, because we're coming up next. Oh, and nice to see you, too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good to see you, too. You looking good, my man? You as well. Nice, nice hair flip. Oh, it's called a floop, but I'll take it. Yeah. I just bu- I just buzz it off. It's easy. <laughs> Testy, test, test. We'll see if I eventually fucking disappear or what. But... Or what, bro? Let's go. You sound a lot uh, gruffer than the last time I remember you. Are you just trying to be quiet? No, no, I'm not trying to be quiet at all. What do you mean gruff as far as like the audio quality or just my presentation? No, your voice. Like... It's deeper oh, than I remember has, it. Life has worn me down. <laughs> it's just it's the cigarettes and the rock star. <laughs> it's a lot of things. It's a lot uh, of things. It's been right years, here. man, since I've seen you. Far too many. Uh, no, I don't have to be quiet at all. Nice. I think maybe that's just my uh, geek squad troubleshooting voice. Ah. Do you you geek squad? Is that is that what you do? No, you, you no. You just do the sound no. design, right? It, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I just meant that, like, you know, existentially Geek Squad and things. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, you don't make enough sound designing. You got to work at Best Buy. Like, buddy. <laughs> is that where it is? I thought it was <laughs> a Circuit City buddy. thing. <laughs> I don't think Circuit City exists anymore. Uh, that's, I, you'll say that until a month from now when I open my own. <laughs> you know, got to have a, got to have mini pots going of different food cooking in it to survive. Oh, yeah. Circuit City. All right, I'm lo- I'm looking it up right now. Awesome. Let me let me start this shit. Hold up. Started out as Ward's company from 1949 to 1984, then went to Circuit City Stores 1984 to 2009, then CircuitCity.com from 2009 to 2012. Wait, it's still 2009, right? <laughs> what year is it? Cool. <laughs> To put the bow on Circuit City, in January 2010, the main Circuit City headquarters building was put up for sale. I don't think it exists anymore. And that's, I'm currently broadcasting now. <laughs> currently own it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm slacking. I'm going to put that on the list. Soundboard. <laughs> not, no, it's something that I've wanted to do for a while. But I do have the theme song already made. Uh, we're working on imaging. So we're trying to get to the point of actually like... A legitimate show, you know. It is a legitimate show. It sounds fucking great, man. And you're doing a great job. Thank uh, you. Um, it drove me insane. Well, actually, it didn't drive me insane, but it just happened to culminate to what my insanity was coming out in the form of the podcast. Like my incessant, it just like my anxiety was ramp ramping up at the time, and it was coming through with how many samples I was putting through. So I think the, one of the last episodes that I did with samples, I just called it Welcome to the Drop Zone because I had like 300 like <laughs> clips in there. And I was just like, I don't even know what this is called anymore. Are I don't you adding them all in post too? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, it is It is one of the most... It Okay, so I'll just break down what how, how everything that I was doing. Okay, so I'd record the session, obviously, with Rob and, and Kevin. That'd be like three hours. I'd go back and I'd listen to it. As I would yeah. listen to it, I would be making notes 
of what what to cut out. Like if we're talking sure. about shit that's personal or whatever, you know, off the record, on the record. Like little markers to yeah, and just the conversation. Yeah, exactly. So I'm creating my own little markers, but then also anytime that anything comes up in my mind, pop culture wise, for sampling, I'm writing that down. So it's just like <laughs> so that'll take you from being in the moment. Yeah. And so some of it works out and like some of it, I think that like, I want to keep that like became like a regular sounder, like Austin Powers saying, come again, come again. You know, there's like some of them that like, I want to continue, but moving forward in season two, I'm going to have to do away with like the majority of that. No, from what I heard, it was like, it felt like you were just like grabbing. Oh, and in case anyone didn't know the reference, then you would hit them with the with the sound drop of what it was and stuff. Exactly, cool, but. a little too on the nose. It's just, or or maybe I was too worried that like people wouldn't catch the reference, or I don't even know. But yeah, yeah, just be you. I wouldn't worry about it. No. But as far as the sound drop thing, like that that performance aspect of just being like a like a thing. So I did a for my birthday like the past couple of years that were like all pandemic. I was just live streaming a movie and then through Twitch and then everyone's chat, they could just make fun of the movie in real time on top of it. And that text would pop up on screen. So like the second year of it, I just set up uh, the push two with like a bunch of color coded clips that were one shots of, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was just like, (laughs) it's just a bunch of like disturbed acapellas, just like some, but they they were color coded by mood, not like, precise reference so it was like green is like let's fucking go red is like that just happened and i and, and they would just be like you know like some blink 182 like apple juice <laughs> you know it was oh, like man. the middle area and stuff so you know yeah. if you want if you want me to help you set some shit like that up i think that that's the most fun to have in the moment with conversation shit but i, t- I took a podcast class a while ago and then i realized that it was i was like why am i here because i'd already made 50 episodes of a podcast or multiple podcasts <laughs> and like everyone was like i have this idea about my dog and you're like oh this is not where to start <laughs> <laughs> exactly i was like i'm so i ended up teaching like half the class like with the teacher yeah, yeah but yeah. yeah everyone was no one was using any no one came from musical background which i was kind of surprised on so everyone was like the only program i recognized that anyone was using was audacity yeah and like it's like I think before all this information was so readily available online, we all kind of came from different parts of like, well, we want to capture sound in some way, so let's go to this place. Our parents are telling us that's supposed to be school, so we're all here and we want to do different shit. But now with podcasts have been out for so fucking long, people in school now are like, no, I know a podcast is a viable storytelling method, so like... You don't need to be coming from a recording or like a music background or anything. It's like it would make sense that nobody had touched a DAW until that point or whatever. Yep. Good old DAWs. Uh, are you, you still making music? You still making a solo shit? Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to keep shit fun for the most part. <laughs> I think in not burnout. Like, like, yeah, yeah. So I make stuff for me. And then if I can eventually arrange that into a thing that I would like to put out, then I will. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mostly just like not worrying too much about the reason for different things. Yeah. Just trying to make whatever I feel like at the time, which could be chug a bunch of NyQuil with some vodka and then, you know, make some ambient pads until, you know, the afterlife kicks in. <laughs> Or, or hanging out and like just really wanting to make a beat for whatever reason and thinking less about what it's for and just doing it to do it is mm-hmm. what I more so mean by keeping it fun. Nice. Because um, um, for a while it wasn't fun. <laughs> I felt like it was like forced and kind of a thing I needed to do. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, when once you start to like place a goal in mind with stuff, that's... That, that kind of felt uh yeah it's attaching it's like attaching value even if you aren't intending before to before there's a thing to have value to assign it to <laughs> yeah all right well we'll get into the theme song here i'll play it for oh you. shit yeah let's start this off uh. okay everybody let's ruin some child 
gonna ruin your childhood. Oh, is this your childhood? Well, now it's a sweater. We cut the hood right off. Pulled out the drawstrings too. Now it's just a sweater. You should have known better. We got IG88 here, folks. Ruining your childhood here with Hashi. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk the Mandela effect. We're going to talk some audio engineering. We're going to get nerdy. The Brandella effect. Mandela. The Famdella effect. Fandela. I'm just going to let it play out. So why not? I think, I think, yeah. The Dido Standella effect. Ooh. The Raisin Brandella effect? Michael Mandela effect. A little heat action. Heat 2? No? Michael Man? I don't know. Oh, use me too? <laughs> no, I think he just put out a book called Heat 2. <laughs> Not me too. <laughs> or as my, my boy Cal Rissing would say, the Landella effect. Uh-oh. Of course, that- it just ends there <laughs> on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I always I thought that the whole out. podcast was three hours of just improvising just different <laughs> insert Della effects. Insert Della effects. Yes, sir. All right. So we got our friend IG88 here. AK, or should, I, should I give you your regular name? Do you like, how do you, okay. So I already did a, a little intro beforehand. Is there anything that you want? Do you, is there a name that you want? Should I be calling you Brandon Clark because we're promoting mm. your, yeah. That's, okay. that's doxing me. I mean, I've, I've been known by many names. So I'll run you through them. This is the, for me, right right now, the hardest thing to figure out is what to <laughs> brand myself as. Because, so I just went to an event in Miami and people referred to me as my Twitter handle uh, <laughs> and my Twitter name and my real name. And so, you know, it's just All like, at the same time or? All, all at the same time. They're like, oh, you're this person? I don't know who that is. Oh, you're this person? I don't know. Oh, you're that person? Oh, I know you on Twitter. And it was just like all, you know, so it's like you have to figure out everyone has three names. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, I've, I've been, I've lived a blessed life, you know. I live a blessed I have, life. I have a handful of names. I've been known as IG88. Yep. Gorsh Brooks. Mm-hmm. Buzz Baldrin. Mm. Keith Urban Dictionary. Benghazi Kazooie. Run the O'Doul's, Tupac Chopra, Wreath Witherspoon, Toby Keith Sweat, Auntie Fu, Lil Uzi Pervert, Cron Wayne, Brandon Clark. See, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got a palette. <laughs> pick and choose. It's a plethora. You pick. <laughs> Just gonna be dropping those randomly throughout the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, make a timestamp from whenever a name is mentioned. Just insert one of those. Insert name. Name a space between Dave Math Style. Dave Math Style? Is that is that another name? DMB. DMB. Uh, Dick Move, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Dave Matthews Band was initially going to go by? <laughs> I don't know, but like uh, Hunter, <laughs> do you remember Hunter Jackman from Bellingham? He's, mm-hmm. the, he's the yeah, one that Jer- did the... Dready Lad. Was that? Dready Lad? No, not Dread. No, no. I feel like that's fucked up because the chances of a hunter having dreadlocks from Bellingham were so high, but somehow I I missed the mark. (laughs) I know one that almost had dreads. No, but he wrote the ICP uh, cookbook. Did you ever hear? Did you ever catch that? No, but I feel like that's up my alley. Yeah, Twisted Kitchen. And uh, ICP. With the Z, I'm guessing? I think so. Twisted. But yeah, it's got ICP actual like, it's actually an informative cookbook. I was hoping that it was going to be a little more like. That speaks volumes to, to your culinary <laughs> desires, dude. But I, ICP <laughs> was stoked on it. They were like, oh, this is cool. And it, like, it breaks down like what tools are in the kitchen. But then it also has fake ads in there. Everything's worded. They only use hatchets 
and everything's marinated in fago. Is that what you're fucking telling me? <laughs> no, I was hoping it would be that, but it's actual <laughs> recipes. <laughs> oh, well, that's boring. I Don't know, bring was, that up. No. <laughs> hey, but good it's job, all Hunter. it's all worded very funny, and it's oh. you know ICP liked it and they endorsed it. There you go. But uh, yeah, Hunter. Boop boop. I don't even remember where I was going with that. You're talking about Hunter Biden. Actually, you cut Hunter off like Biden, an hour yes. of this Hunter Biden rant that you had before this. So, listeners, I'm going to tell you the truth of what's happening here behind the curtains. Uh, I just, my buddy, you know, bad for the listening audience, but did you ever see that Bro Jogan video? No. It's just called Bro Jogan. Like, and you should just look that shit up, dude. It's one of the funniest videos I've seen in a while. And it's just a guy like on a date with a chick. She came over to have coffee. They're sitting awkwardly on the couch next to each other. And she's talking about another date where Guy, you know, the the date ended when Guy brought up that he listens to the Joe Rogan podcast. And then bro on the couch is like, oh, I've never heard of who's who's Joe Rogan. You know, he's just oh, it's the antithesis. Or- <laughs> yeah, it's a, and you just have to watch it. It it escalates. It turns so in. Watch it right now. And then you can watch me watch it. Or- yeah. Well, how about this? How about I share the video? Okay. <laughs> I was share being the screen. facetious, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think show, for the Ashy. benefit You know of, what? Before we dive too deep into <laughs> that thing no, I know not, nothing not about, I know not. you pretty well, and I know you are a, a gentle lad of, of many monikers as well. Mm. So what should I address you as? Uh, you can call me Hashy, Colin. Hell yeah. Or, 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 those, you know, those are my go-tos anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, pe- people call me Nolan because my Twitter name is Nolan Void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that much. Colin Fertile. Colin Fertile. Ooh, that's my porn name. <laughs> really? Ladies. Cause, ladies. Cause no, no. Porn uh, people are just being heavily impregnated. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No, that's my Put that uh, pen down. Are you writing raps right now? You need to fucking I'm, clock I, out. I'm always making notes. I haven't written. <laughs> I write one rap a year. You know that? And that that's how much music I make these days. I made a stanza one, a semester. I made one song last January, and I'm writing one song right now. Yeah, I feel like there was like an early 2000s era of like hitmen that are handsome, but they need to have like a minor flaw. Like, Ben wasn't Ben Affleck like really good with num- the accountant or whatever? He was that movie was dope. <laughs> I watched that a while sucked, ago. Dude. I watched. It was highly entertaining. I was like, I'm okay with this. <laughs> I'm highly okay with this. <laughs> He's like this autistic kid. It makes no sense. And at the same time, I was so down with it. <laughs> what if Rain seen? Man, but more guns? <laughs> more guns? Nobody cares. <laughs> Dude, shooting. It's fun, right? Have you seen the one with uh, uh, John Travolta uh, that Fred Durst directed? No, our, our man Freddie D directed a no. So Actually, I'm gonna. I feel like I've heard of this, but but lay it on me. Yeah, it's called the fanatic, and John Travolta mm. plays a um a man of not full mental capacities that is also a fan of I think I think the guy's in uh, a movie star, and so he ends up stalking him, and it's similar to mis. It's just a rip off sure. of Misery, in that sense. Sure. You know what I mean. Um, so he's neurodivergent and then uses a gun to make people divergent of their own lives. Something along those lines. But you should That's probably watch it. It's one of the most painful experiences I've ever seen. Oh, it's actually and, not good. Okay. Oh, it's not good. It's called The Fanatic. <laughs> um, yeah. John Travolta's haircut. Let, just That's all you need to look up. John Travolta from The Fanatic. I would put it on like top five worst haircuts in movie history. Number one would be a tie for the entire male cast of The Last Duel. Okay. Do you remember The Last Duel, that Matt Damon and or Matt Damon Ben Affleck movie that came out? It was Ridley Scott produced or uh, directed it recently. <sighs> no, and it but was that sounds like a nightmare of epic proportions. It's the second most misogynistic movie I've ever seen in my life, like hands down. And it's just like three different perspectives. They just show way too much rape. They're trying to jut like gaslight people. Ben Affleck like writes himself into like multiple harems just so he can be in bed with naked women. Like his po- <laughs> his, his character is pointless. Like the whole thing it's just the stupidest movie. It, co- it goes so in three. You're saying I should watch this. <laughs> no, you should just look up his hair. Okay, I, I mean no. I, I feel like there's less hair cuts to a certain degree, and more so just like a 
a different light bright arrangement of hair plugs, <laughs> you know? No, these, yeah, like these they're are so just... rich to the point where they could just reform the molecules to be whatever style fits <laughs> the fits the movie at the time. Yeah, there's a, a a technology that they haven't done yet, but I remembered hearing about it, and they they had it at some like I don't know fucking tech conference or something. But it was uh, jerseys, you know, like basketball jerseys for players, uh-huh. and it was like you don't have to you don't have to change. Like you could just have a jersey that could be any player in it, and it was just like the person on their iPad just changes it, and the name and number changes. Like the whole thing is digital, and but it's like fabric, so it's like digital fabric. But you could totally yeah. In case someone gets traded in the middle of a game, (laughs) in the middle of the game, just like oh shit, six on the court. I should either change sides or completely leave the stadium. (laughs) But yeah, uh, the digitizing of fabrics. Yeah. Just change people's clothes. I would change yours. You're wearing to be nothing an exact now. replica of the naked version of you underneath, has she? Exactly. I'm okay with that though. I'm securing my sexuality. And my actually I'm mm, I am and uh so I've been to Miami multiple times recently and I realized <laughs> I'm not as sexually confident as, you know, you would expect. Because there's a lot of sexual confidence there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh yeah, it's some uh some Bengay doused peacocking going on. Yes, it's very unlike anything in the Northwest. Just, just is that why you keep going, keep going? What's bringing you to Miami? Why are you? Is is it because you've listened to Will Smith's Miami song exactly. so many times in a row? Exactly. Yep. And you just when you get off the plane, they say, "Welcome to Miami." Yep. There's something about staying in moldy Airbnbs and getting scammed on a constant basis that I really, really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... But that being said, it's pretty fun. You, you can acknowledge the self-harm. That's the empowerment. You're probably processing a lot of internal trauma by way of B&B abuse. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm just trying to stay in moldy places and pay 140 bucks a night. Yeah. Because you know what? That's what you deserve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's funny when you think... I was like staying there. So I, I went for an event that this media group put on. Uh, this media group does documentaries, podcasts, and a bunch of stuff, and I've followed them for a while. They they do sports, they do music, they do art, movies, a bunch of shit. And so I went down there for that, and I was staying in the Airbnb, and I was like, man, I paid 120 a night for this. It's like a room in some person's like tiny one-story house, you know, like you jutted up against a park. Are they there? Yeah. Oh, people oh, are living okay. in the house. Okay. It's like, I'm yeah, I'm not, this isn't you know, my own place. If I wanted my own place, it would have been like 200 a night. But then I just decided to like, look up. I was like, Hmm, let me click a random country in South America. Oh, that looks nice. Oh, look at this beachfront city. Oh, look at this five-star hotel. Oh, what is the price of a room there? 26 a night. I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, (laughs) it's just funny how like we can get convinced to travel certain places. My dollar does nothing here. Yeah. And also go to Miami once. Shame on Miami. Go to Miami a bunch. Shame on Colin. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's fun. The World Cup was happening, so I got to like go to a couple World Cup parties, but I don't drink. Yeah, but you weren't in, you know, Argentina. So the World Cup was essentially happening anywhere you would have been. And there would have been alcohol there. No, but I don't want to be like in a country that is like about to win the World Cup. Like if I was in Buenos Aires and I was like in the middle of that Yeah. I would have been like, my social anxiety would have just been. <laughs> so my partner just got back from Argentina for her brother's wedding and she flew in the day after they won the World Cup and like they couldn't even get out of the airport. Like the streets were just flooded and stuff. So I was going to say, I'm surprised Sounds she like, could land. <laughs> <laughs> it's an, it's an agoraphobic dream. Is that what you want to, you want to simulate that? <laughs> Let's do this. I'm going to get with it. Do you want to bust into the Mandela effect? Yeah, was I supposed to have one prepared? Because no, no, I just I, I I did a bunch of research on you know possible explanations for it. Yeah, so do you mean do you want to dive into specific examples of it, or like because the reasons for it I feel like are dependent on different examples of it. Well, it's a little bit of both, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, the Mandela effect refers to a situation. For those who don't know, of course. All right, we're gonna break it down. Mandela effect refers to a situation in which a large mass of people believed an event occurred when it did not. 
term was originated in 2009 by Fiona Broom. Slash Apple. After she discovered that she, along with a number of others, believed that Nelson Mandela had died in the 80s, when in actually reality, he died in 2013. Mm -hmm. This is an instance of collective false memory usually taking place in like the branding of things that we nostalgically remember berenstein bears uh you know different kinds of snacks and shit that's the most uh common example that i'm still you still haven't gotten to the bottom of what it's called i'm I'm angry about that one okay i read those books a lot a lot when I was apparently a kid. Not very well. Apparently, apparently, my dyslexia was way worse than anyone was telling me when I was a little kid. I thought I was fully understanding what was happening around me. If it wasn't in alliteration, it would have stood out years prior. <laughs> oh right, man! So we all know the Bernstein Bears. There's also fucking. Uh, well, and the second most famous one is, of course. Sinbad's Shazam. Yeah, and Kazam and Shazam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, have you seen on lo- like there are pictures of of like a VHS? And of people couldn't Sinbad. possibly fabricate that. And that's from, <laughs> no, of course not. But it's still, it's like it's hilarious. Where it's just like, dude, I have this VHS. It says Shazam, and it's just like, okay, well, I just love it. I mean. We can get into the possible explanation makes perfect sense because when you actually stem into the psychology of the human brain and start to understand how memories form and how unreliable memories are, this like it just makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, well, when we go back and visit something and we're unsure about it, we like we fill in the blanks. I'll get into that here in a little bit. But uh, one that I'd never heard of, but actually kind of bothered me was Pikachu's tail. Pikachu's tail, a lot of people remember it having a, a black uh, end. Absolutely. Yeah. But it absolutely doesn't. Wow. Hmm. Okay, so are we, are we talking from from Pokemon cards yeah. or from the show? Here, hold on. You have the... Oh, okay, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon is going out of eyesight. I'm assuming to get a collection of Pokemon cards... Uh, Pikachu's tail is what brought up the hot topic here. He's walking in with a blue binder. Oh my goodness, folks. The excitement is really turning up here. We really don't know how much what's going to come out of this one, but we are pumped, folks. We got, oh, we're flipping open some cards. Let's get to the lightning. I see some blue. Oh, yep. We have color coded here, folks. This is, we know what we're doing. All right, so we have a few. We have a Pikachu. Different iterations of Pikachu here. Okay, well he has brown down, down, down by their butt. Sorry to. He's brown by his butt. Okay. Okay, so we got. Yeah, right, she's the same way. So we got uh, some brown down by the butt. Yeah, but that's so. So this was saying that it's at the the tip of the tail. The tip of the tail is black, according to this. So there is that brown, there is that color at the bottom, but then there's also apparently black at the tip. Well, it's, at, it's at the tip of their ears. See, that's what I think it is. It's the tip of the ears, and they're tr- they're um, carrying that over. And, and, and there are humans dying on this hill. Apparently, this is like yeah. There were some Reddit threads, and I was like, okay, people care. I didn't know people cared about Pokemon at all anymore. Are, are they then like making their own evidence for this too? And I hope so. <laughs> do you hope so? <laughs> I do hope so. I hope that people are what did fighting. You think, what did you think? If you were just, you know, you close your minds, pretend like I didn't just shove three different art styles of Pikachu cards into this crappy webcam. Well, what, I remembered what? the black tip on the tail. Like when I saw it, I was like, that looks familiar. But when I think about it, like logically thinking about it, I'm like, well, why would the tip of its tail be black? It's like the thing that anything would be dipped in the most, a paintbrush. That's true. But also, I'm also bringing logic into Pokemon. This is mistake number one. I'm not sure that you are, but I'm going to, I'm here for it. <laughs> Keep grinding. <laughs> bringing my logic into Pokemon. There you go. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Let's make sure you're using our I statements here. <laughs> yes. I mean, okay. So keep going. You're using you, you, your logic here is saying how, how this, how this Pikachu tail get black? Uh, well, dipped in ink would have made sense, but I mean, I remember like when I saw the image, I was like, that makes sense. And then when I saw the other one, I was like, he looks naked. So, I mean, I, I don't know. 
You mean it would look naked without the tip? Without Did the it black, have the brown just just yellow butt, tail. Which, which just, if you were bringing logic into this argument, the brown will be by the sphincter part of the tail. Well, that's oh. that's okay. We're not arguing where the brown goes. Homeboy shitting all over his cool lightning tail, and you know it. In reality, Pokemon it would not be fun. You just open up the ball, and it just like poop comes out. And they're just all like, clean me. I'd like to think that where they're inside of is a paradise. The same logic, which I'm using logic here, to say that how people feel when they go to heaven, they get all this cool shit. That's what I like to imagine the inverse of, like, when the Pokeball thing happens, they're just fucking on little pokey clouds, just kind of doing their thing. Is that why they're so, is that why they're so angry and ready to fight when they come out? Because they're like, okay, why Okay, so I- they might be in hell. Yeah. <laughs> and they're ready to yeah, like a Hades style, like they're fighting their way out of the layers of hell on the last one. Each time they think is the time they're let out of that Pokeball, but then just like any roguelite, they're, they're sent right back in. Unacceptable. All right, so I got a couple more. Fruit of the Loom logo mm-hmm. does not have the cornucopia, apparently. Yeah, no, it's just fruit. It wasn't so, fruit of the like pilgrimage way of presenting fruit. It was fruit on a goddamn loom. Right? Wait, can you present these images for me too? Can we A B these? Yes. I don't, yes, have, to, I don't have to pull from my own. I feel like we're we're getting, you know, extra steps away from the Mandela effect. All right. So this is a very poorly put together slideshow by good housekeeping. Right. Uh, okay, we got we, go. we got yeah. some we got some of these. Okay, so yeah, we'll, oh, we'll go is, through. This is so much more helpful. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Great. we could have just done this, right? So good housekeeping. What? What? Just for me, what year was this article? This article was twenty twenty two, May twenty fifth. Just got paid for this. Okay, cool. That's all yeah. I wanted to know. Um, this makes me think I could be a writer when I see that people are getting paid for things like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, you are. You are a writer. You're putting this up. <laughs> You're doing more research than they are already. It's true. Well, let, well, let's go. Okay. So the first one is Jif, not Jiffy, and it says yeah. people swear they remember Jiffy. They're drunk. I don't remember Jiffy. Yeah, they... that's just a combination of Skippy and Jif, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Because they are a similar color palette and typically on the shelf right next to each other. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to say Jif uh, much better than Skippy. Well, moms like you would say that. I don't know. Uh, Looney Tunes. Do you suddenly not... roll right past that? What, moms? That joke fucking cracked, dude. Moms <laughs> like you choose Jif. I just rolled that into the thing. <laughs> Colin, if you don't laugh That's at every throwback. joke I make, that... I'm going to fucking slam I'm this mic. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Let it sit next time. Okay, thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, edit it in post if it's not funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just cutting it all out. <laughs> just all right. present you an episode that's like 25 seconds long. Hey, this is Brandon Clark. Hey, folks, goodbye. Just cut it off. <laughs> it all sucked. I think right. this Looney Tunes versus Nut Tunes makes sense because everything was very melodically driven in this. Yeah. I mean, so is this saying... Why would it not be Looney Tunes? Or is, I guess it's because it was all music. It was like musical cartoons. Like, that's just loony yep. as hell. It works either way. And honestly, at this point, it's tunes to you NES, right? Yeah. This is the, so everything in this slideshow, the, the right one will be the real one. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So that, was, that, makes it, that makes it simple. So. Yeah. I want to say that this makes sense just because it's like, oh, well, you got two O's, you got two O's. They're cartoons, right? But it, that yeah, also makes yeah. perfect sense. I think there might be some like Hooters branding that's deep buried in your mind that makes you uh, really want to sync those two O's together on each. Yep. You know, you're right. I went to a Hooters in uh, East Miami. Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, East Pennsylvania when I was in third grade with my dad and family on a cross country trip. I remember it very well. Let's go. Butts. Um, but yeah, here's the Baron. Wait, wait, can we bears. not blow past that? Because what? You know, Third grade. I'm gonna hear a bit more about this trip. You were quite young, and you went across yeah. the country and, and ended up in Hooters. <clears throat> All right. So, what, do you, was there a kids menu at Hooters? Yes, there was. Hooters is a very family friendly uh, establishment. They were very friendly to me. the The women were very motherly. 
my family didn't care what I was doing. <laughs> and I was hopped up on soda and running around uh, playing video games. But yeah, we went across country because my dad's girlfriend at the time was a metal artist. And she was displaying her art at a show in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. Interesting. I've never been to Pennsylvania. So it was like a, like an outdoor, like big installation and like showcase kind of thing or? No, it was like a, a convention, you know, in a big convention center. And they just had a bunch of artists there and stuff. And my dad bought a, he had an opportunity. I don't know who had it, but he got a 1976 Mercedes tour bus, oh. bought that, fixed it up. And then he brought me, my sister, my dad's girlfriend, my dad, and then my dad's girlfriend's two kids. And we all went across country in that thing and just slept in it. And the art gallery wasn't, you know, nearly any fun for me because it was just like. Because you'd already been to Hooters. <laughs> well, I'd already been to Hooters. I mean, why would I want to go to this, see some quilts? You know what I mean? I'm eight years old. I just saw ass for the first time. You know? <laughs> You're all about the lack of cloth covering things at that point. You don't want to go see cloth art. <laughs> no, 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 no cloth art. So, yeah, that's uh, that's where Hooters went. And uh, that's the only time I've ever been to Hooters. Until Unfortunately. After this, I'm taking you. Well, and they closed the one in Portland, so you can't go there. Yeah, if only there was a place to eat food and see naked women in Portland. You're really deprived, aren't you? <laughs> but see, it's not that I... I can see all the fully naked women. I want to see the mostly partially clothed, scantily clothed women, you know? Yeah. It's not enough of yeah. that. Not enough of that. I'm kidding. There's also a lot of that still. You can get a lot of that. Wait, so like the, 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 the like when you're coming across the bridge, I'd never been to the Hooters of Portland, but I remember iconically coming across the bridge and seeing that big ass. Yeah. It's gone? What is it now? I don't know. They just closed it recently, and I'm bummed. It's like one of those things where you I've never been to it, but I'm also bummed that it closed, you know? I'm like, hey, you can't yeah, close like that. It's like Elephant Car Wash in Seattle. Like, you can't, like... You can't close that. I'm not going to get my car washed every time I drive by, but I still want to see the sign. That whole area has changed so much in the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. Life's a changing. If it changed in more nuanced ways, it would be on this uh, good housekeeping Mandela Effect blog that we're looking at now. Dude, good housekeeping is the uh, prime place that I go for all my journalistic needs. Okay, <laughs> I see. I see. I see. It's the only bookmark you have. <laughs> exactly. It's your, it's, your, it's your new tab opening page. <laughs> it's my homepage. All right, let's get past the parents doing bears. I mean, yeah, come on. So this one apparently, I don't remember this, and I read a lot of Curious George, but I never focused on the tail. No, nah, motherfucker never had a tail. Yeah, that just seems like it would get in the way of shit. Yeah, and he was already getting in the way of shit. That was his whole thing. Yeah, like, I don't remember him having a tail. I don't remember him being in Sex and the City either. Yeah. <laughs> Curious George in the newest episode of <laughs> Sex and the City. <laughs> Apparently people remember... See, some of these are, are... They just don't make sense. Like, I don't remember anyone ever saying Sex in the City. But it also... It sounds like that when you say Sex in the City. Like, because it... But people are saying it like N apostrophe. Yeah, and they're kind of yep. slurring through, like, the, the, the primary things there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Sex in the City would have been more of, like, a Showtime After Dark Reggie Diaries kind of show. But Ooh, little Taxi Cab Confessionals type of mm -hmm. show? <laughs> actually, actually think that the taxis <laughs> in Taxi Cab Confessionals exclusively drove through all their fares were Sex in the City. That's true. <laughs> I should have just named the show that, yeah. All right. Next one is Febreze. So this one, I remember it being Febreze. I do remember the extra E's in this one, yeah. And now there's just, they, they removed an E. This one looks bullshit on the right. Yeah, it's Febreze. <laughs> which would not sell as well. Febreze. <laughs> yeah, it's an Italian, yeah, Italian. Uh, it's an Italian <laughs> freshly sliced mozzarella. If that window was just like the little... Pinch your hands instead <laughs> Just with here. the breeze going through it. <laughs> <laughs> through the circle of the hand. Febreze. I like that. So whoever set up like what they remember Febreze being intentionally made the windows being blown in a different direction. So that we, uh. And with that uh, low resolution JPEG artistically represents... <laughs> 
the opposing views that we all have regarding this is <laughs> Oh man. There we go. Enhance. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. I just watched Super Troopers. I just love this pink <laughs> circle behind it. I'm like, why is there a piece of baloney behind my Febreze? Oh, or Bolognese. What is this? Uh, it's creative. Oh, and then, see, this, it makes sense because it's a pink circle behind Wait, Oscar Mayer. Hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. It's not Oscar John Mayer. That's not a thing. Oscar John Mayer. It's swear, it's Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer is the actual company, apparently. See, this is one that, like, I'm like, wait, what is happening? All right, this, this is the first one to fuck me up so far, to be honest. Oscar Meyer. I don't buy enough baloney, and I'm also willing to be wrong here, but, like, <laughs> no, no one's the mayor unless you're John of Oscar. Like that's Oscar not... De La Hoya dash mayor. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a good... <laughs> Finally, the collab we've all been waiting for. No, that's going to be the name of my new show. I'm going to write a TV show. It's Oscar <sighs> De La Hoya, mayor. I guess it would be a, a colon, not I guess a hyphen. The, the, the E does look a little full. Mm, uh, well, they just duplicated mm, this E. I feel no, like I remember Oscar yeah. Mayer. Not quite. And not mayor. I feel like I just remember it from being in a sandwich that just was something in my stomach so I wouldn't, like, starve. I didn't yeah. necessarily care about the packaging so much, so. This is fine for me. Yeah, this is one of those things where I haven't bought it as an adult. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like my... Yeah. This is a weird one. Is that a cry for help? Do you want me to send you a care package of bologna? Just bologna. Please send me that. I'm hungry. <laughs> okay, it seems uh, like all these images... I mean, I know this is, an, this is an audio medium, but just so the listener knows, every example <laughs> that good housekeeping has given us so far for the Mandela effect is a logo behind the same circle of baloney. So I think what they're subconsciously trying to tell us is that all this is fucking baloney and we shouldn't really look too far into it because there's actual issues in the world, but let's go. No, there's a bunch of them that like, I just essentially skipped past. I gave, I I took notes on a reduced version of this, but yeah, we got sketchers. So I'll just blow through a couple. We got sketchers. People think it has a T. It does not. Fruit loops. People think that it was spelled. Oh, nobody thought it was UI. Oh God. Anyone who thought it was UIT as a UTI, they need to get that shit looked at. That's incorrect. Get your shit together. Next slide. Uh, this is a famous one, apparently, but I had never heard of it. But people remember King Henry VIII having a turkey leg in a painting. I think they're talking about a different turkey leg, my man. Talking about his wang piece. <laughs> talking about his lap hog that he's got packing right there. Look at that thing. Yeah, I yeah good. That's enough. This is one that uh, it was commonly referenced, but people thought that the, yeah, the monocle on the Monopoly man. And I I feel like, go ahead. I remember it, but we're going to say the same thing, I think, but you say first. No, no, you say it. When Ace Ventura punches, (laughs) is that what you're going to say? Yes. I was going to say, it's literally, this is one of those things where I think that. The reference, it being referenced in pop culture in the 90s movies, reestablished it like under a different realm. So I also think going into that, we'll get into it here shortly, but Luke, I am your father. That line, I'm pretty sure is directly responsible. Like Chris Farley is responsible for that from Tommy Boy. Yeah. La, 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 Luke, Luke, I am your father. So it's just like, it's the same thing where I think it's just like a 90s iconic comedy took this thing, kind of referenced it. They did it slightly incorrectly because it's funny. And it's what had the biggest impact on us because Ace Ventura definitely had a bigger impact on us than the actual board game Monopoly did. No, no one was paying attention to like anything except stealing money from your sister when she wasn't looking or something, you know, like. I'm actually a really kind brother, so I can't relate to that at all. Well, look at you. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Highly Moral over here. So here's the Pikachu one. See the black tail? Yeah, we already debunked that. Shit's on his tail, not black in the end. Yeah, see, oh, see, and that's actually interesting because this one on the left doesn't have the brown at the bottom, so that no. shows that it's not yep. correct. Because they're full of shit. But so I was looking at, 
I was looking at this one on the left in my mind when I saw it. I was like, that's the correct one. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, why would his tail be black like that? Like, I just, it didn't. Because the tips of his ears are. And then, well, actually, my the explanation that I just, that just came to me is that it would be burnt because of all the electricity coming out of it. No? <laughs> all, right, all right, I tried. Pika. No, you did. No, you did. And I gave it as much as I could. <laughs> People remember a hyphen in Kit Kat, okay? I don't remember that. I mean, no branding person would slap a hyphen on top of the letters that are there. That just no. doesn't exist. But. So here's the Fruit of the Loom one, okay? So this is what I remember. I remember a cornucopia behind and the fruit in the front. I just remember a blanket of smallpox in that cornucopia. <laughs> Pilgrims. Too soon? All right, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, I definitely, I, I mean, Michael Jordan would never stand for that. Or he was a Haynes man. He was a Haynes man. I was going to say, he would never stand for Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> I think it's because there was the lack of cornucopia. I said, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, man. Good old problematic. People say Cheez-Its had an extra Z on it. I don't remember that. That looks weird. They're thinking that they're mixing up with cheese nips, which did have a Z. Ah, cheese nips had the Z. Okay, yeah. so th- this is perfect. The whack version of these. Yeah, amalgamation of two products. This one, I don't really care about. Like, I, It makes a lot of sense. People want the extra F in there and double stuff Oreos because it is quite double the stuff. But it actually becomes more packed with shit when you're so fucking full. You can't even pronounce the second F in stuff. That's how you know there's enough icing in a cookie, so... Okay, uh, do you eat a lot of Oreos? Rank your Oreos. What's the best Oreo? I, I, I mean, to answer the first part of the question, no, but <laughs> still do the second part. Double, I mean, double stuff like Halloween. I think I just love Halloween so much that like I really fuck with the Halloween Oreos. I don't even know if those are legal to make anymore. I haven't seen them in a while, but. Not enough orange. No, I saw them at my Rite Aid. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, then, yeah, I would say the Halloween version, but, you know. For me, it's the Thins. I like the Oreo Thin. That could not be more blasphemous. I used to like the double stuff, and I had one like a while ago, and I was like, this is too much. By Thins, you mean the regular kind? No, they're called Thins. They're Oreo Thins. You you see them at the store. And they're like, it's a thinner cookie. Is that like the skinny cow ice cream bars? (laughs) Were they subconsciously trying to make you think that you're losing weight by eating them? No. No, there's no uh, subconscious, I'm losing weight. It's just a slightly crunchier, crispier. The ratio is is the same, but it's smaller. I just like them more. Yeah. They're, yeah. They, they're similar, like, size and crispiness to I, uh, Thin Mints, Girl Scout cookies. I'm not here to way. yuck your yum. I'm here to understand your yum. Ooh, yum my yuck, brother. Okay, Mona Lisa's smile. My theory with this one is that... Um, the Mona Lisa was stolen and it was replaced. Well, neither of these are the movie Mona Lisa style. It's just a picture of the Mona Lisa painting. So I think everyone's wrong with me. Yep. So people say that it used to have more of an ob- an, a more obvious smile than it does now. No, the whole point of the Mona Lisa smile is that it changes as you're looking at it, as eyes do in paintings to follow you. That's the whole point of it even being artistic, right? Am I stupid here? Mm, no. You could say yes. <laughs> but what I'm saying is not the whole point of the, that. That's like the thing that makes this painting. Women alive. are supposed to smile, though. When I <laughs> see a woman and I walk down the street, I tell her to smile because that pretty face shouldn't be frowning. Smile more. Yeah. Mona, why aren't you smiling? This The one on the left, that that is scary to whoever edited but just I mean, also the way they rendered it's different. Her face is mm-hmm. short. I we can't get into this. No, let's. This one I think is bullshit right here. C three PO has a silver leg. I think mm-hmm. that that's accurate, but I think that that's only like. Doesn't he get a new body at some point in time? He gets broken apart a couple times. Correct. Yeah, he's blown apart, and then on Cloud City, yeah, you can when uh, Chewbacca is actually like grabbing the different pieces of him together and stuff, and he's hanging out of his backpack like yeah he's been reassembled a shitload of times so that's the whole point of c-3po yeah they're like he has a silver leg and i'm like well he, there's parts he probably doesn't though too like is it that pronounced uh, i don't i don't, I don't think quite so. remember but yeah. yeah um oh we should talk a little star wars stuff after we go through this because i want to ask you your opinions on uh some of the newer 
um, um, things. Have you been keeping up on oh, the shows? Yeah. Oh, I keep up. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Flintstones, people remember it without the two Ts. They think it was just Flynn Stones. But no, it's hmm. Flintstones. Well, I mean, when I was watching that, I couldn't read and I was dyslexic. And as we've, you know. I mean, honestly, I had my own dad who was coming home from work yelling at my mom. I couldn't be bothered with the cartoon version of it. I mean, it's a living. I don't know what to tell you. All right, I'm skipping some of these. Just like, so yeah, the Luke, I am your father, right? I have that attributed to Chris Farley. I'm pretty sure it's just Chris Farley um, in Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah. With the fan. His hell. Yeah, the- and everyone's like, oh, I could do the Darth Vader voice with a fan. And then so everyone goes to imitate that shit. It's like one of the... And it could have been a copyright thing at the time. Like... Oh, yeah, they could have been like, yeah, you can't actually say that. You got to change it up just a little bit. You know, George is really... Like the most iconic line? I don't know. Maybe. I like how he's... um, Looks like his hands are in his pockets in this picture. He's like got his hands in his like front pockets. He's just like relaxing. He's waiting for his coffee. Just put in an order for his frappe. He's he's at craft services for this shot. Oh, man. Uh, This podcast I listened to, uh, it's, it's called The Dan Lebitard Show. Uh, with Stu Gotts, they have a, a a writer, a sports writer from Miami, come on once a week. His name's Greg Cody. He has no knowledge. He's very old, and, and they make fun of his oldness. He has no knowledge of movies. They gave him five questions about movies that were all softballs that like he should have been able to get. The first question: Who does the voice of Darth Vader? And he did. He didn't know. He guessed Morgan Freeman. And he alluded to that it was the guy from the Allstate commercials as well. It's like black man, deep voice. Like, What's <laughs> weird is that means that he had to have heard it at some point. Well, of course, <laughs> yeah, he's seen Star Wars. But to the other questions, the last question, too, that they asked him was, what movie does Russell Crowe play a Roman gladiator in what movie? And, you know, and he didn't know. He didn't know the word gladiator. Okay, that one's. We're going to need a bigger boat is the memory of the quote from Jaws. In reality, he says, you're going to need a bigger boat. Did you know Roy Schneider bought my childhood home for his daughter when she became pregnant and I played darts with him when I was six years old? Is this factual? It's a genuine thing, yeah. That's weird. It's super fucking weird. (laughs) I'm in Hansville, Washington, my man. Hell yeah, man, Roy Schneider. Yeehaw. Uh, chartreuse. People remember it being this color on the right, but it's actually this color on the left. It's green. I thought it was a wine I couldn't afford. I honestly didn't know it was a color. This one's like, this is nitpicking. The actual line is life was like a box of chocolates because he's like, mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think once we're page 27 into good housekeeping's comprehension of what a Mandela effect is, we're going to, we're going to be getting into some of these. Yeah. I'm like, why did they have to have 50? Why couldn't you guys have like five that actually made why sense? Why can you understand three and not just put baloney behind each one? Hey, at least we're past the point where the yellow circle or the pink circles are. It's coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> uh, this one, I always remembered it as, yeah, mirror, mirror on the wall. Um, but it, this is probably referenced in pop culture many times. Someone did it incorrectly. It. Yeah, but the I actual always... line is magic mirror on the wall. Yeah, I can't say that I think about it ever. But like, if were I to regurgitate it, I would say mirror, mirror. But yeah, um, once again, Disney property, probably a lot of these things that have imprinted in our mind are like for copyright purposes. Yep. And they mattered more to us than the fucking old things they came from. Yeah, that's a good point. I also think that, I know um, Shrek, they did Mirror Mirror on the wall. There's something about the Black Eyed Peas, I'm ignoring it. Another Luke. No, I, I would like, that's the first time it's peak. <laughs> okay. I'm so 2008. While some swear the Black Eyed Peas Never released mind, their hit single. <laughs> skip it. I'm sorry. So like, They're doing me. Luke, I'm your father again. Again. Yeah. So this is the prime editing of Good Housekeeping brings Luke, where I am your father again. 
People remember Tom Cruise having sunglasses in the classic scene from Risky Business where he's in no pants dancing. Yeah. But in reality, he doesn't have them. Hmm. That I think Scientology kind of came in and they did something there. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he definitely had shades in it, so they're wrong with this one. You see how pale his face is? What's even clearly, yeah, clearly, they, clearly yeah, they didn't think far enough ahead to <laughs> shadow that out. This one's stupid. People remember it as run, you fools, when the line in Lord of the Rings was clearly always fly, you fools. I was so goddamn tired by the time they got to any action <laughs> in that movie. I couldn't fucking tell you, dude. This shit's so goddamn boring. I think Peter Jackson's like the most overrated director, if not the worst director of all time. That movie's horrible. It's just, I tried to revisit over the pandemic that shit. Like, so I remember falling asleep in the theater when I saw all of them in the theater. I was like, oh, I must have just been young, dumb, and full of cum. But apparently, shit's just boring, bro. <laughs> it's really bad. It's a, a really good story, and it's edited really poorly. It's just like Skyrim. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> <laughs> just make my own Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter from uh, uh, Science of the Lambs. Yeah. People remember him saying, hello, Clarice. Mm-hmm. And in reality, all he said was good morning. Because that's referenced in something else, too. Uh-huh. Now, all this is like the same, like, early 90s kind of pop yeah. cinema shit that's referenced in other stuff that we remember it to be from. Yeah. All people had to do was, like, revisit the thing once to know. But uh, like, This is unacceptable. The cr- number of United States... The correct answer is 50, obviously, but some Americans and foreigners alike recall learning that there were 51 or 52. It's because we knew the 50 nifty United States and 13 original colonies, but then since we have Alaska and Hawaii, people are slapping two on there because their brains can't comprehend physical things not being attached to like a body of land, maybe? People were saying that Puerto Rico was going to be the 51st state for a long time. They're still without electricity. So exactly. We don't want to give them infrastructure. So yeah. Yeah. But I don't remember who was saying 52 states, but yeah, here's Shazam. We talked about that already. Yeah. Fucking Sinbad. Sinbad's fucking Sinbad rules. My favorite holiday movie of all time is Jingle All the Way. And Sinbad fucking crushes. So that's Sinbad. And is that, is that Arnold? Yeah. Okay. That's good. It's the best man. And Sinbad plays like the disgruntled postal worker who just got a divorce. He's like, my wife who slept with everybody in the post office, but me. <laughs> he's just going through like old like Sinbad like stand up bits in the middle of this movie and it's totally out of place. It's the best. Do you want to watch Tingle all the way together after this? I'm ready. thought you'd never ask. So this next one is clearly a Jim Carrey line. Jim, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Did this, you know, Sally Field won an Oscar for Places in the Heart in 1985. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know what the reference was from, but I remember the reference. <laughs> but Jim Carrey like him. Yeah. famously said, yeah, you like me. You really like me. I don't remember what movie that was from, but I remember him saying it. But what she really said was, I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like <laughs> me. You, that was a pretty good impression. I'm Sally. That was my impression of Jim doing Sally. Yes, it was. No, I was there. <laughs> I was there. I was there. I was transported. Uh, Smokey the Bear is not his name. It's Smokey Bear. I don't care. Yeah. I think just people had a hard time anthropomorphizing, like, you know, the idea of a, like a like a, a man-animal version of something. So they needed to be... Smokey the name, I'm comfortable with that, but it has to be defined as something else. Because look, at, will you go back to Smokey the Bear? Look at how goddamn handsome he is in this marketing. He's like, he's the, it's like if Uncle Sam was endearing. He's just pointing right at us. He needs us. Yep. I'm Smokey Bear over Uncle Sam. I'll take him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know we were picking sides, but I am too. <laughs> This next one is clearly Chinese propaganda. Tank Man. Everyone knows it's Tank Girl. <laughs> I was going to say, Tank Girl is much better than Tank Man, but <laughs> apparently people remember the guy in Tiananmen Square not getting run over by tanks. 
All I remember from Tiananmen Square is from the Tenacious D album. That was when I learned of Tiananmen Square. Just now learning there's a historic event they're referencing, so. Uh, Is that Mandela effect or just dumbass dude effect? That's America. (laughs) Did, Did I ruin this segment? No, the, I'm just having fun. Good housekeeping ruined the segment. There's there's nothing at the end. Like we need a big like you know finale. They just let it fizzle off. It's like the location of the Disney World Castle. It's almost like they get paid per slide at Good Housekeeping. Every time I, I'm clicking anything, it's this is what's happening. Because I because I I know that didn't do it justice, but like there yeah, there's some dense like Mandela effect shit for sure for sure. Yeah, but pretty much. My my theory. So the possible explanations. Let's get into the possible explanations. Okay. Okay. So I have been studying psychology for the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I was going to get my psychology degree. I decided I'm not going to get my psychology degree because why would I? Psych. Psych. <laughs> Damn it! I should have done that. God. <laughs> like you're about to was... pick up your fucking diploma. You just drop it on the ground. Psych. And they just hit him with like a DVD of that shitty show, Psych, or whatever. <laughs> That's great. Oh, so yeah, I've been studying psychology the last couple of years. Not going to get the degree anymore, but I like it. So I still use my my uh, my teachings, my knowledge, uh, my references, and my connections to do research. Yeah, and also to understand this cognitive dissonance called existence. And I think you're doing a great job, Ashy. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, so <clears throat> possible explanations for collective false memories are that when memories are recalled, rather than remembering them perfectly, they are influenced to the point that they can eventually become incorrect. In this way, memory is unreliable and not infallible. First thing that affects that is called confabulation that involves your brain filling in gaps that are missing in your memories to make sense of them. I was uh, referencing that earlier. Um, This isn't a form of lying, but rather remembering details that never happened. Confabulation tends to increase with age. So as we get older, we confabulate more, not to be confused with confabulate. Um, Very different uh, occurrence. What's the difference? Uh, Confabulating is uh, very common in 12 to 13 year old boy, 12 to 14 year old boys. Uh, confabulation is very uh, common in uh, 80-year-old men. Is the, so the difference is more like adolescent exaggeration as opposed to inability to cognitively remember stuff? What I mean, as far as the two... No, I was just making a, a, a pun on word, play on words, confabulation, okay. you know? Okay. Cause, well, honestly, I, I just mandela the two words I never fucking <laughs> use. Which one's the real goddamn word? Confabulation. Confabulous. Confabulation. So did the fappening fuck with me so much? I think it's <laughs> exactly. confabulation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, the second uh, occurrence is called priming, and that describes the factors leading up to an event that affect our perception of it. Mm-hmm. Also called suggestibility and presupposition, priming is the difference between asking quote, how short a person is versus asking how tall a person is. Another example is, uh, did you see the black car instead of did you see a black car? Subtle suggestions that influence response and memory. Uh, One theory for the basis of the Mandela effect originates from quantum physics and relates to the idea that rather than one timeline of events, alternate realities or universes may be taking place and mixing with our timeline. In theory, this would result in groups of people having the same memories because the timeline has been altered as we shift between these realities. There's no way to unprove that last little bit, but priming, confabulation, those make sense. Alternate realities? I saw Endgame. I can believe it. No, I mean that's the part that makes the most that's the most logically sound thing. Everyone knows that like quantum physics is a goddamn thing. Do I want to say that Oscar John Mayer or Oscar John Mayer is gonna be so important that it it can breach the realm of like multiple dimensions or I say my mind tells me that that's there, so I say that it's there. Therefore, this baloney package says that I I. I 
I think that there needs to be a hard line drawn in the sand <laughs> of like we need to acknowledge these different dimensions, but we don't need to acknowledge that Flintstones can have X amount of T's or not. And I and I think that's how it comes down to us spending our time. Yeah. I don't need to find the dimension where there's an extra T in words. <laughs> and nor is there. <laughs> just like that's the only difference. It's just like <laughs> I guess in an infinite number of possibilities, there is. But also gives a fuck. (laughs) Like, we've got real things to unpack. But Uh, that is very interesting. And just, like, I I think it it more so instead of other... Before we get other dimensions involved, it comes down to an individual being able to acknowledge the fact that they might be wrong. No, 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 no. Oh, right? No, there's no, another no, 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 fucking no, no. dimension. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> why? Don't bring other dimensions into it. How about before we start getting into fucking string theory, you acknowledge that you're wrong. What? Let's play that fucking string and make a goddamn symphony. Please, for me, just once. Uh, the lengths that white people will go to admit, not admit they're wrong is amazing. <laughs> like, have you ever watched Ancient Aliens? And it's just like, oh, how did they Wait, wait, I can actually... I got the webcam on right now, so here, I got some hair. Let me see. Let's see if I can do it. <laughs> so you're telling me this is a fucking satellite? <laughs> when you look into the sky. So what the satellite could hypothetically do is literally prove I am an alien. <laughs> No, I've been. I fucking love hotel cable television so much. I've seen the shit out of ancient aliens. Oh, love yes. it. Selena, I'll be watching that. And Selena just walks in and she's like, God damn it. They'll say anything to make it that brown people aren't smart enough to engineer something. And I was just like, God damn it. She's right. <laughs> so you're saying we didn't actually enslave a ton of people and that literally aliens when we were asleep came and built the White House? <laughs> So, like, how did you guys, like, build this stuff? Like, white people weren't here, though. It must have been aliens. Because, you know, <laughs> you're all primitive. I love it. Now I sound like Alex Jones. I love it. Or, 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 or. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, want that that dro- you want that drop? No, we don't need to get an Alex Jones drop. <laughs> 